Well, hey, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Northgate. Merry Good Christmas, Kayla. And, and to you. Thanks. Yeah. We just wanted to uh, just spend just a couple of minutes with you this Christmas weekend mm -hmm. and uh, just reflect on a few things from this past year, as I'm sure many of you are doing or avoiding. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, this is just, uh, I think, uh, a time where we get to do that as we get ready to walk into this next phase mm -hmm. that we're all going through and um, this is different for everyone. Yeah, it's I mean, kind of hoping that I feel like I've been living my last few, at least weeks if not months going, so when it's December 31st at 11.59, all this is going to be over, right? Like everything's going to go yeah. back to normal. This is, this is maybe but, the most anyone's ever wanted the new year to be a new year. Right, right. Are we allowed to set resolutions for like the world instead? <laughs> Can we do that this time? Yeah. But yeah, so I think that's, it's good to reflect back on this year and see what we can pull forward because there's, yeah. there was good. Yeah. There was good. There was a, there was good, and there was good intentions for yeah. things too. And yep. you know that's one thing that we know is the we don't know the unknown, mm -hmm. and we don't know what we don't know, yeah. and what this next year is going to bring. And so, figuring out how to live in that, and um, to see God in that, and at the same time to figure out how to prepare our own heart for that. You know, like, are we going to meet in person on the church campus again? I don't know when yeah. or how or right. what. Um, I don't know the answer to a lot of things and just like a lot of you don't as well but what I do know is this I know that I was I was I was like pumped about 2020 yeah like the beginning of the year I felt like it was like climbing a roller coaster literally mm -hmm. that's the best way I can put it and it was going up and you know you're getting excited because it's a big <laughs> drop and your hands are up and and uh, I literally feel like the middle of February hit, yeah. and then it's like we threw our hands up, and then it was the bloody terror screen yeah. ever since. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't been a fun bloody terror. It's not like we're going right. on loops. We're just still sliding. Like straight down with yeah. like these barely ups, so just barely. Yeah. yeah I, no, I, I completely agree, and I know that it's a roller coaster has been something we've said before in life, but now I feel like all of those times don't count because yeah. this was actually a roller coaster. And yeah. you know, we're not really, we're not off the roller coaster yet. So I guess how we turn those screams of terror into some sort of enjoyment would be, would be good for sure. Cause we don't know, we don't know, but we yeah. do know a few things. We know that God is still good. We know that, um, that his church is still moving. God is still doing things in yeah. and through you and in and through this place. So maybe more than ever this this time of year that we talk about this the most, this Emmanuel, mm -hmm. God mm -hmm. came to be with us, is something we're learning that we're yearning for mm -hmm. more than ever and what that presence actually feels like. Um, you know, what prayer actually does or how you do it and interact with it because there is this cry and yearning for understanding and to be in community, which is really interesting to me. This year, 2020, the focus in our vision statement this year was going to be building community. Yeah, I remember that like We felt more like more than ever. This is and what God had, is trying to teach us. This yeah, is where we're moving. This year is going to be the year of community yep. and we had we did an entire year plan about how we were going to 
implement how yep. we're building so many events, events and sermon series yep. and all of the stuff that we were like oh, oh okay. yeah everything was focused towards yeah. people are needing yep. god's really got this movement going for community and yep. what it looks like to be in real community together and then it got taken right out from underneath yep. us but the the crazy thing is what did we all realize how much yep. we need community and at this time yeah. how desperate yeah we are for community and how alone we feel and so it's ironic yeah to a degree that the lesson that i really felt like we really felt like yep. we needed to go through and to learn was yeah god taught us better than we could have ever taught and it's kind of yeah. like praying for patience have you heard yeah don't ever pray for patience because yeah. you are going to get stuck in an elevator if you pray for patience it kind of feels like maybe that's what we yeah. did we said all right god this yeah. is what we feel like you're asking us to learn as a community and we we have we've learned yeah. how important it is and how it's in our dna yeah. like it is actually something that yeah we yearn for when we don't have but it's something we need and um we've had to learn different ways of doing it yeah. this year yeah i think that this year has been full of lament mm -hmm. and also mourning and rejoicing yeah. there's been some really cool things and I don't know, I'll share a couple of those because I think it's important to be able to talk about those types of things out loud yeah. and not just act like everything's hunky-dory, but I know most everyone has missed some significant life event. Yeah. I can't think of many that I've spoken with that haven't missed a significant life event when it comes to a birthday, school, mm -hmm. celebrating someone's life. Yeah. because they lost them in the midst of this yeah um, holidays the list graduations yeah promotions starts of new things yeah. like um, the marriages yeah. yeah yeah weddings took on a totally different look yeah sure. yeah um, so so many things we've here in this faith community um, I've had to say goodbye to long-term pastors and yep. friends and not even get to say goodbye right. up close and in person and just like many of you have watched we've had to say goodbye to people that have been on our staff and yeah. loved and cared for this faith community well because of what we're all dealing with yeah. and the financial difficulties and the weightiness of that so there's been really difficult things that are on a large level that gets real down nitty-gritty in households. We've watched people struggle with mental illness maybe like never before, with addiction like never before, with domestic violence stuff like never before, suicide like never before. Um, yeah, on those top are sort of, of the hard you know, on top of health concerns, on top of financial, it's it feels like it all piles on and. I don't know about you guys, but for me, sometimes it's hard to hold both lament and joy at the same time. Yeah. So I know that there are people out there that, like like you just said, you've missed the graduation that you thought you were going to have, or you've missed that promotion, or you've missed some of those joyful times, and you, you've still done the thing though. Like your kids still graduated from high school, or you still graduated from college, you just didn't get to do it the way that you had always dreamed of it. And there's Sometimes this weird guilt that comes along with feeling joy yeah. when the world feels like it's weeping. Yeah. And 
I think that's been a hard thing to, to even work out as a church, too. Like, we, we want to be sensitive. This is not, we know there's a lot of pain. There's pain in our lives. There's pain in our church. We know that there's pain in your lives and in, in the world. But there have also been things that have been so, so good. Yeah, I know, like, even for myself, one of the good things is actually the intimacy if you're willing to step into it, that you experience in the valley, in yeah. the lament, yep. in the difficulties that really honestly are just too quickly for us to process mm -hmm. in like a healthy way. Mm -hmm. So we just kind of put a wall up and it's like, it's just another thing. I mean, right. the, the saying now is like, thanks 2020, you know, hashtag yep. 2020, everything's yeah. like that. And, and uh, if you have missed the opportunity to experience the intimacy yeah. that you can, um, when God gives you, I mean, this is one thing that I've really been understanding is this whole idea of a peace beyond understanding. It's not this like loud, obnoxious, snuggly firework thing for me, right. but it's right there. And for me, sometimes I don't want to take it because it doesn't look like, or I don't think it's going to feel like I think it should. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been learning in these intimate moments when it's just another thing to just say, I'll take it, I'll accept it. And you really can have that peace if you just accept it. And it's in its own glory, but doesn't necessarily feel glorious. It's just what you think peace should be and would be. Yeah. It just, peace. Um, Which is almost just survival this year, right? Like yeah. having those moments of peace is what allows us to continue on. I know I've talked to friends that are like, <laughs> we'll call and we'll say, well, how are you today? And they'll be like, well, I'm, I'm still breathing. So I feel yeah. like that's a win for today. And for me, that same feeling, I know that I've run from some of that peace at times and it doesn't make any sense. I don't yeah. want to feel all worked up. I don't want to feel um, anxiety or or just frustration or even just sadness I don't want it but I will avoid doing the things that I need to do to get there yeah. and um, but it's always right there I used to tell I used to tell my students whenever I was a preteen pastor I would tell them the Bible's like a ringing phone if you want to hear what God has to say just pick it up like yeah. he's always talking in there yeah and i've found myself having to say that to myself yeah this season like wait you know you actually do know how to hear from god kayla yeah. there is a there is one surefire way <laughs> you can go and you can have that peace if you just settle long enough to do it and yeah. it's moments it's not always sitting down although right now I do love I do love a good quiet time in front of twinkly Christmas lights on a Christmas tree so it doesn't yeah. always look like this in my house it rarely looks like yeah. okay God here we go yeah it's it's more like uh, I've, I've got a 10 minute drive so I'm gonna flip on a little a, windshield time with the <laughs> yeah, Lord absolutely I'm gonna I'm gonna pray while I'm driving or I'm yeah. gonna listen to his word while I'm driving or I'm just gonna honestly this season has been I'm gonna throw in some worship music while I'm driving and allow that to not just I, be background noise. I've actually found more times for me personally of having nothing. Mm, and just silence. in the quiet and the still, yeah. Um, I would say that another thing for me that this has shown me in learning is 
and this sounds odd for so many people, but how to actually Sabbath. Oh yeah, yes. And find rest in things that give me like energy <laughs> yep. or comfort, because it's different for everyone. And how many people that I've talked to that are like, I'm so restless. I can't rest. Mm -hmm. I don't have good, you know, rhythms and routine mm -hmm. of how to do that. And um, this has, to me, been another opportunity um, for myself, and I really feel like for all of us, to lean in and actually like uncover that thing that you can't hide from right now. Yeah. Um, that creates healthy balances because you're in charge of you. We're in charge of ourselves, yep. and God gives us these tools, and we're either going to choose or not choose to take them out of the toolbox yeah. to do some work to fix some things. So how has how has that changed, like rhythm-wise for you? How has Sabbath either changed or or shifted this year when you're like, no, I have to really learn this time. How has yeah. that shifted for you? Like even specifically, if, if it's not too private. Yeah, no, some of it. I mean, some of it obviously for all of us was forced. Sure, for sure. Right. Um, but you know, right now it's shifted as like an importance, you know, when it's like, what's the plan? There mm -hmm. doesn't have to be a specific thing that's planned and it's for the kids too. So it's more of what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Mm -hmm. What do you want to do? And those are the things that we do. Yeah. Cause that's really what a Sabbath isn't just doing nothing. Yeah. It's doing the thing that energizes you or gives you peace. So some of it has been projects. Mm -hmm. Some of it has been projects together with different kids or as a family. Sometimes it literally is just like, I just want to sit around with a, you know, like my, my wife, I want to sit around with a blanket all day. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm going to sit in a blanket or the kids, like, can we just have a PJ day? Yeah. Can we do just a PJ day or, you know, a puzzle or drawing yeah. or something like that. Occasionally it's going out, but it is, I guess it's not planning like outside of like another thing to do like you yep. have to present yourself a certain way unless everyone's in does that make sense a hundred percent before it was just always decided this is how we're gonna travel like, yeah. this is the weekend or the the do list or whatever yeah those things are still happening but i don't know for us that's how um that's how it is i think because i've been caught up that um everything should be about growing or accomplishing mm -hmm. or creating something yep. and um this has i feel like been teaching me to experience more than to produce more yeah at that the first part when you talked about the forced rest i certainly understand that and for me at some point that forced rest that that not moving much mm. became something i actually had to get over because that was no longer sabbath that was like something else that wasn't pretty <laughs> it was it was avoidance or it was it was that and so i i it did start to turn more into okay what's gonna what's gonna feel like life to our family or what's gonna feel like life to me sometimes it was what's gonna feel like life to jeff because he's the one doing most of the schooling for our kids right now so sometimes sabbath for everybody was me and the kids doing something so that jeff wasn't didn't have to be on right then and sometimes it was a walk I know that sounds so cliche, but it really was. It was like, no, actually get out of the house. Well, we that's what walk. we've been doing. We've been discovering like what actually does yes. feed us yeah. rather than just talking or getting lost in something. Yep. So, and those times I feel like are the times like, 
you actually get to feel like how you're connecting with mm -hmm. the Lord in these new and powerful where it becomes real, like yep. the, the valley, the intimacy, the the small quiet whisper, you know, in the midst of the noise of an election year, mm -hmm. of the media, of a pandemic, of like so much grief and loss and you know all of it <clears throat> so um, there's also been some really beautiful things that have happened you know outside of you know, those that I just talked about but even for this faith community yeah learning and watching how resilient God's people are Absolutely. you know um, the I believe that Christians are infamous for such a time as this oh, yeah. all throughout yeah. history and the way that they unleashed compassion yeah. and they loved and they leaned in and there was not fighting and discord mm -hmm. but there was love and there was care and so i think that we've really seen people respond mm -hmm. in powerful ways to care for others and even caring by simply not gathering together yeah and that's been difficult for some people yeah and um those are are things i think too that we get to learn how to love each other that don't <laughs> think the way that we all think and yep. that we can have a, a different opinion or a thought about something but we can still reflect jesus yeah and that's actually one of the biggest learnings i think any of us get to have because there's nowhere to hide mm -mm. there's nowhere to run um and jesus wasn't this big customer service guru he was a servant um, but he was a servant um, that it had specific implications, yeah. which was at all cost, love someone yeah. and care for them at all costs, not at comfort. I mean, all he did was he said, you're just signing up for a big old dose of suffering and surrender and sacrifice and carrying your own yeah. cross in a bitter cup. Yeah. At the sake of another person, get down on your knees and wash some nasty feet. And that's how you're going to find true life. Like that's, yeah. how, what, that's what full life actually looks like. And I think a lot of you have caught that this year. Yeah. Watching so many of you, um, even just this last little season of Christmas, watching the joy on your faces when you get to bring in presents. Watching, um, I know in San Francisco, watching... Um, the crew that has just consistently over and over done the food pantry yeah. and watching the the joy it actually brings them to be able to still provide and still give and it's a really early Saturday morning for those guys and it's cold and it's not the way that they've always done it so I, I don't know it, I've watched what that full life actually means and it's been impressive to watch this family this church community say yeah, yeah. There's still, we're still loving each other. Yeah. We're still gonna the, figure the out ways to these. do it. Let's yep. figure this out. And hungry too. Yeah. Hungry too. Yeah. Um, and um, you know, we've seen in the midst of this, people make decisions for Jesus yep. um, and take first steps of faith. We've yep. seen baptisms. baptisms. Um, we've heard transformation stories. Yep. We've seen generosity move forward and change people's lives yeah. um, and make a tremendous impact. We watched people invite others on, to church online yeah. that would not have come in. Yeah. Uh, like they wouldn't have been ready to come into a physical campus, yeah. but okay, I'll, I'll go to church with you. I'll, I'll go see that. And we've, 
We've been able to watch people walk steps of faith right in front of us, but online. And that's something that is, it could have happened before, yeah. but it certainly was a whole new thing. Yeah, we haven't even stopped inviting people to this new life. And that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, another powerful thing that's fairly straightforward is I feel like we've had the opportunity maybe more than ever to live out our values or actually decide if it's actually something we value <laughs> to be a grace-filled community. Yeah. Because yeah. I've watched you give others grace. Mm -hmm. I've also been challenged of watching people have to give other people grace because you've had friends that you've been very close to that are upset with yeah. things and left the church. Yeah. And been angry about you know, decisions that have been made. And so we have to decide, are we really about redemptive mm -hmm. relationships? Are we really about a grace-filled community? Yeah. Are we really about a lifestyle mm -hmm. of worship? Mm -hmm. And are we really a people in process that's trying to spiritually grow to that next step and yep. see spiritual transformation take place in our life? And it's been, uh, that's been a powerful thing to say, like, are these just sayings and words on our wall <laughs> yeah. or like, when the rubber meets the road yeah are we are we gonna do it like are we gonna actually give grace care for be about reconciliation yeah. be a disciple like yeah. follow jesus i remember seeing lifestyle of worship and going oh man you know we've always said the church has said for a long time worship isn't just the songs worship isn't just the songs and now we're being called on it. Yeah. We've said the church isn't just the building right. and now we're getting yeah. called on it. Like, so do you really mean that? Yes. Like, do you mean that when you say the church isn't just the building? Do you mean it when you say worship isn't just the songs that you get the cool feeling in the room? Like, is that what that means? Right. And uh, yeah, it's been a, it's be, it's amazing to be able to sit here now and go, yeah. Yeah, we meant that. Mm -hmm. Those things are things that are values, and we may not always get it right. It may not always yeah, but feel it's a, great. It's a characteristic we really want to yes. embody. Yeah, and that hasn't changed. There's none of them that I'm like, well, we can get rid of that one now. <laughs> they're, they're all still like, no, we, we probably <laughs> It didn't to make that. the list when things got tough. <laughs> yeah, we burned that one off in yeah. 2020. Hashtag 2020, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna sign across it. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, um, I would encourage you um, to be encouraged when you're feeling discouraged because there's something that God is ready and willing to show you, to teach you, to uh, a way that He's willing and ready to comfort you, to mm -hmm. give you peace, to fill you with joy and hope and kindness and goodness and knowledge of His grace. Mm -hmm. May we grow in the knowledge of His grace. and. Just as maybe you have a few moments when we're done today, um, may you just for a few moments, write it down, reflect. Yeah. What has God actually taught you? What like difficult questions are you uh, struggling or chewing on or what's stirring in yeah. you? What would God have you walk into in this next phase of our lives? Mm -hmm. And what are some good things that you can be thankful for? And that's uh, that attitude of gratitude that is a, and we taught this one as the, um, as our Thanksgiving goes up, our anxiety yeah. and frustration yeah. and depression goes down. So um, I would encourage you um, to not pass up this 
this afternoon and just a couple minutes after this to sit down and either discuss it, just like we did, yeah. um, as a family or with a friend, uh, or write it down, because yeah. uh, there's power in that. Yeah, and honestly, we'd invite you to send those thoughts to us too. We want to hear what God is doing in your life. I know we hear it through the grapevine sometimes, but yeah. man, if you're sitting with your family or you call a friend after this morning and you're talking about those things that you just said, man, end of our way, we would love to see how God is already, already moving and working. That's super encouraging. It's going to be a good year, even if it's not a good year. That's, that's how it's going to go in 2021. It will be. We've learned. We've learned something from this, and we'll continue to. I'm so, so grateful we get to do this together. We're we're not alone. Yeah, we are so humbled to be able to be one of the pastors here, and uh, our staff is so grateful to care and to love for you. And if there's anything that we can do, any way we can come alongside of you and care for you and challenge you and equip you and encourage you as we dig deeper into what it looks like to be a disciple who's pursuing God, building community and unleashing compassion. Um, don't hesitate to ask and let us know. We would love to be able to do that with you. And it's truly something that I know that we'll never take for granted. And this opportunity that you've given us to enter into your life and whatever that carries and brings. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And this uh, offer the blessing? Sure. So we put our hands out in a posture of receiving. May we walk into this new year with new eyes. May we be given that new heart, that new life that is promised to us through Jesus. And may we do it together. We love you guys. And well, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Mark. Love you guys. Grace and peace.